proudest day and the proudest time and the seat of a relic here because that day and that hour and those minutes I got the butt between my teeth you know I really stood up and was counted and said this is not getting away I remember when we pulled on our helmets and, and, and Donald says to me what are we doing I said we're going for gold Barrett that's all we said I can still picture that run that was just the best best run ever Welcome to Crunching Gears. Let's talk rally. Episode 17. Uh, first of all, I'd like to welcome along Connor Edwards. Connor, you're very welcome along once again. Kevin, thank you very much. Good to be here. So this and this episode, we're going to take a look back at the round two of the BRC, the Jim Clark rally, and we're also going to then preview WRC Sardinia, the Tyrone stages, and the Monster stages. So without further ado, I suppose. The Jim Clark rally at the weekend, you know, Keith Cronin um, dominated the rally, so it has to, has to be fair to say, um, fastest on the two, two stages on the Friday evening, and then practically backed off on the Saturday, all day Saturday, drove at control pace. Well, a fantastic result, Con. Yeah, no, brilliant, fantastic. Well, not just for Keith, who I think it was a good day for anyone from the island of Ireland that was rallying over there. Um, they all seem to come, come away with good results. But um, certainly Keith and Mikey, um, yeah, as you say, controlled is, is probably the best words to describe it. I think there was initial shock um, coming from the rally when we saw Ashim Price being excluded under the regulations, uh, himself and Noel Sullivan. Um, what do you call it? But uh, it certainly didn't detract from the performance that Keith and Mikey put in. No, I think it was just a you know a real strong performance. You know, it's probably well documented at this stage that they swapped over to Pirelli's before the event and the Hankook tires. You know, was that a contributing factor? But you know, the talent of Keith behind the wheel. You know, this is the guy that has won four British Championship. Probably one of the most naturally talented drivers to come out of this island. Yeah, it certainly is. And, and a man that's had very little seat time, you know, he, it's not like he's clocking up a load of events on this side of the water uh, in between the, the BRC rounds. You know, he really is just getting into the car for each rally uh, on the BRC championship. And, and he's, you know, pedaling away like mad and doing fantastic. Yeah, you know, it's fantastic to see. And as you mentioned there, you know, from the island of Ireland, you know, uh, the junior guys, once again, you know, brilliant. Um, Eamon Kelly had taken the one um Kyle White second, Johnny Mulholland third, and then in the Academy class too, Ken McBride taking that as well. So you know we talk about Irish Asia smiling that you know we've a lot to smile about after the weekend. Absolutely, like a very strong dominant performance on, on the British Rally Championship. And you know, like the like it is one of the rounds or, or championships in Europe that, that a lot of you know get, still gets a lot of attention and, and attracts a lot of interest. So it's mm -hmm. great to see our guys doing so well on those events. Mm -hmm. And then you know we have to you know tip the hat then to the other guys competing over there as well. Um, like the, you know James Williams finished second there in the Hyundai R5. You know and he's only done a handful of events in an R5 car, so that's you know a very strong result for them as well. 
absolutely is and and you know again the performance of the of the, the hyundai as well the r5 it's a good solid strong wee car as, as josh is showing over here mm-hmm. and uh, certainly yeah james is, is getting to grips with it himself and die roberts on on notes mm-hmm. um very strong performance from themselves yeah and then gary pearson taking third in in the fiesta rally too as well uh you know gary had a tremendous season last year one national category in the BRC and three other championships as well. So it's good to see he's made the move up to the BRC as well. And it looks well at home. Absolutely. Very comfortable. And again, you know, in a rally two fiesta was able to hold Marion Evans at bay. And, uh, you know, Marion came in behind him in fourth place, but he kept Marion at bay. You know, very strong performance in the rally two. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, we talked about it last week. Those stages over there in Scotland, the, the speed, the jumps, the bumps, um, like fantastic to, to view. It must be a great event to spectate. Oh, yeah, drive the stages on. <laughs> absolutely. Listen, it, it's on my bucket list in the next year or two. Hopefully, we'll get over to um to spectate on it because whenever you see the clips of video or, or the pieces coming up on Twitter or, or, or um YouTube there from the event, like it does look fantastic. Nice, fast flowing stages. Um, certainly is you know, rally country over there. Yeah, and like uh, Louise Aiken Walker's commentary on the, the live stream. She's very excitable. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And she, you know what? It's great to see she's still keeping the hand in and the interest Absolutely. in as well. Exactly, exactly. So without further ado, we'll catch up with Eamon Kelly and Conor Mochum. Fantastic result at the weekend, lads. Uh, the Jim Clark Rally uh, won the junior station of the British Rally Championship and seventh overall, I think it was. Conor, I'm sure you're delighted with that. Yeah, no, it was good to get it uh... Uh, we put a brave bit of work into it probably the two weeks leading up to it and we really really pushed ourselves on it and uh, put a lot of work into the DVD and notes and into our recce and everything and uh, thankfully it all paid off in the end and Eamon you, you know you took the brave decision to play the Joker round as well so like obviously it all come together for you so well at the weekend uh, yeah absolutely um, like Connor said we obviously put a big effort into it so we were pretty confident in playing our joker knowing that we were going to put the effort in um, combined with the fact that it's probably like the most similar to event to Irish Tarmac so <clears throat> we knew it would be a good one to put the effort in on but um, yeah yeah, it was good that it paid off and definitely when you play your joker it's a really really good feeling mm-hmm. And does, does that add an extra pressure on you then as well too can you do the likes of that is that in the um, back of your head no, not really, to be honest. Um, you go into any event wanting to try and win, so it doesn't really change the outcome. Um, but uh, like I said, we from the start of the year, I kind of knew that was the event I was going to play my joker, so made no odds. And, you know, we've seen, you know, the Jim Clark in the previous, you know, times that we think of Andrew Nesbitt, you know, Eugene Donnelly, the classic stages over there. Are they as good a stages as what they looked? Um, yeah, I think from the classic ones that we got to do, um, like the Abbey and Bathins one on the Friday night was just superb. Like I've never done a stage like it. Um, combined with the fact that it was at nighttime, that was class. You know, it was real one of them kind of classic stages that you do get that adrenaline from when you come off the end of it. Um, the other ones were really good. I'm not too sure if they were classics, but um, definitely really good stages all around. Super fast, and yeah, you had to be brave. And Connor, like rallying at night. Like it must be some buzz. Oh yeah, it's definitely. Uh, it would be one of my favourites now. Definitely rallying at night from the night. Now it's not there. You get to see it all. But like, uh, no, it's uh, it's good. It's good adrenaline rush now, and definitely, especially out there, then long stages like facing into like 
11 and a half, 12 miles in the dark now. You can't get much better, really. Uh-huh. And that's full concentration from, you know, from go to end of the stage? Yeah, literally, you have to be you have to be on it and your your notes all have to be matching in and be perfect like, for it all to work like because mm-hmm. you nearly have to have all your markers and everything in and have everything right that you're going to, that everything's going to work and where you can keep get your speed and cut your speed and all, it's, mm-hmm. it definitely is important. And Eamon, you're looking forward now to the next round then, the Nicky Griss stages at the start of July. Confident you'll keep that that momentum going? Ah, yeah, absolutely. Um, we did the rally last year, and we know it's it's a class event. Um, it's really, really fast, committed, um, and just an all-round brilliant event. I mean, you're getting to do world rally stages, which is just, yeah, it's fantastic. Um, confident, yeah, of course. Um, of course, we'd like to be near the top. Uh, you can never predict where you'll be, but we'll be going and giving it our best shot, and that's all we can do. So, But all in all, really, really looking forward to it. And, you know, the gravel, it doesn't seem to face you anymore. Like You've limited uh, time on gravel, but you seem to have settled in really well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it was obviously brand new to me last year, so we can go into this year having, obviously, more confidence knowing where we stand. Um, obviously, we've done a full year of tarmac rallying with no gravel yet, so it's going to take a bit of adjustment and a bit of testing and stuff just to get back up to speed. So can't expect to be flat out from the word go, but hopefully it won't take us too long. And then, you know, looking forward then to this weekend, uh, a change of machinery back into the Polo R5 for the Monster stages. Um, I would say you're, both of you are can, you're counting down the hours now until Sunday morning. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you just don't turn down them offers. So it's, uh, yeah, it's class. So Mayo, like I still, I think about it most days, to be honest, it was class. Um, yeah, them machines are something else and you really, really appreciate them when you go from driving, especially front wheel drive stuff, which is a little bit hairy at times to getting into, it's like a big fast armchair. So it's, uh, but it's superb and yeah, I can't wait. Uh, and Connor, and you, from your own point of view, can you, looking forward to getting strapped into that armchair again Sunday morning? Oh, can't wait, yeah, no, I can't come quick enough, like, but as Eamon says, it's literally just like a, like an armchair, like, because it just does everything that you want and, the harder you drive it, nearly the better it feels. Mm-hmm. And like, have you had a chance to look at the DVD yet for, for Sunday? Uh, what kind of stages are they? I haven't yeah, got much of a look at it yet, but I've heard uh, I've heard from a couple of other ones what, what stages are like and that and seem to be seem to be fairly good now. So yeah, looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's definitely plenty of mileage anyway. Um again, I only had a very brief look at it at lunchtime, but um yeah, it looks really, really good, and it's perfect for us in terms of getting seat time because there's plenty of mileage there. Yeah. And that's that's the key. You need as much time in that seat now because you're you're hoping to take the polo to Donegal in June. Yeah, that's the plan. Um, again, it's yeah, it's mad. It's the stuff of dreams. <laughs> so to be doing Donegal in a top car, it's uh, yeah, it's mad. Hasn't really sunk in yet, but um, yeah, obviously need as much time in the seat as possible if you want to be. Um, anywhere at all in Donegal because uh, everybody takes it up a gear for the hills so um, yeah seat time is just really really valuable at the minute but yeah just to be going in the first place is is class it's uh, yeah it's going to be mental and you know with the 50th year of Donegal coming up this year too so you know as what you said there everybody runs up for Donegal that's going to take the take, have that that level just pushed a wee bit further again this year yeah, absolutely. Um, and I think when you hear about, you know, the amount of people trying to get entries and you hear this driver is going to put in an entry, that driver's putting in an entry, it just creates such a buzz. 
combined with the fact it's such a special event and then combined on top of that with the fact that you're going in a top car it's just like it's mad yeah it's so so exciting and connor like from a monaghan man's point of view it's been a rally it's been kind to the monaghan cruise over the last few years as well Oh, definitely, like it's, it's literally down here, the buzz down here for it nearly is as good as nearly the buzz it is in Donegal. Because, like, nearly every person you talk to is going to Donegal no matter what. Like, if, if they're doing the rally or going to watch it, they're going up to it because it's a place to be nearly. Like, Kevin, that was great to hear from Eamon and Connor, and uh, you know, particularly to get their side of the story on how the BRC Championship went or the Jim Clark rally went for them. Absolutely, and you know, looking forward to the weekend now in the Polo and then onto Donegal, uh, you know. Fantastic opportunity, and you can just see with him and the, the passion that's there for rally, and it's fantastic to see. Absolutely, and it's great he's getting a bit of tarmac experience, you know, in the run-up to Donegal as well. It will really help him. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Also coming up this weekend, uh, Rally Sardinia. So I know we, we we discussed a little bit about the some of the issues the teams are going to face around the heat in the last episode. Um, but again, still no word that there's a fix or a cure, and, you know, the teams have had very little time to do anything. So... I suppose all eyes are and focus of attention is going to be on the temperatures in Sardinia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and as I seen there, I think it was Colin Clark made up like a prediction for the weather the weekend ahead, and it's going to be hot, hot, hot again. You know, so I suppose there's no quick fix to this, but that's how the teams cope with it. Like, and in, after looking at Portugal, you have to think Toyota's going into this year favourite to win again. Absolutely. Well, certainly like Cali Roven Perez on a roll at the moment. I think there's a bit of pressure there on Elvin to, to you know, get a decent score as well. And, um, you know, if, if um, Takamoto and uh, Aaron have, you know, the same performance again that they had in Portugal, mm-hmm. it, it all looks very good for them. But then when you take your, when you move away from Toyota, then the pressure's on M Sport and, and certainly is on Hyundai. Absolutely, absolutely. And we can't forget Lappy from your mention too there as well, you know, too. So, But yeah, like um, M Sport wasn't their best rally and same for Hyundai. You know, the two two teams really need to turn it around. And like, M Sport showed, you know, and Loeb that the pace was there, but the other cars seem to have niggling issues. Hopefully them, you know, hopefully them small niggling issues can be addressed because like, the, the pace seems to be in the car anyway. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, Malcolm Olsen himself said that after the event, you know, he was fairly happy with, with you know, where Loeb had got the car to before he had his uncharacteristic accident. And then obviously the, the problems on the next day with regard to the power unit. Mm-hmm. But um, it, it's just, yeah, it's about all the pieces coming together. I know um, Gus Greensmith was looking for a podium finish in Portugal and it just didn't happen for him. So he's certainly trying and wants to get there. Craig Breen, who's leading that team, Again, you know, has to have another solid, strong result. Can he bring the fight to, you know, the, the Toyotas on, on Sardinia? It's going to be interesting to see. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, the youngsters as well. You know, you've got Lube and you've got Formo. Uh, and again, you know, they have to prove themselves. You know, they, you know, they are on the naughty step at the moment in, in M Sports book. And uh, they really have to show that, you know, the amount of backing and support that's been given to them by the team, they have to show that they deserve it. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, and then you know, Hyundai, Danny Sordo, you know, the third driver was the, the driver that you know stole the headlines there. Yes, Neville and Tanik had issues, but you know, it, 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 you expect more from the two lead drivers, and, and I'm sure they're expecting more from the team as well. Absolutely. Um, firstly, with Danny, 
Danny's going to come in here as a previous winner. He's got a great road position. And then look what he did with that in Portugal. It'd be hard, you know, if everything goes well in that car, has no issues. It'd be hard to look past Danny as well, you know, mm-hmm. based on experience. With regard to Honda, I would have concerns. I honestly, I'm starting to get a little bit anxious. You know, they haven't said anything yet about a full-time team manager. There's issues in that car. And what concerned me most was Atanak speaking to the Estonian media after Portugal and Thierry Neville as well. Both of them, for the first time, voicing concerns and raising issues amongst the team and the car. And you kind of don't do that unless things aren't working very well. Yeah, that, that, that's a huge concern. It is, it really is. Um, and as you say, like, sort of, like, he seems to have this innate ability to step into a car and drive around issues. You know, he just seems to get on with it. You know, no matter what it throws at him, he can deal with it, get on with it. And as you say, it has to be considered strongly for the, the one, like, roving pair running first in the road. It, it has to be a disadvantage. But we said that in Portugal, you know, so um, Evans... Um, I think he he needs to be, and at the very least, podium if not the one this weekend if he wants to get his championship back on track. Yeah, it's it's a big task for for Elvin. It really is. He him and Scott, they have to make it work. They've got to make sure they avoid any issues, avoid punctures, and you know, and and certainly the whole puncture issue. There there definitely is question mark over the quality of the Pirelli tires. They are letting down the teams. So if Elvin can avoid those issues and if there's no issues again around the hybrid unit, uh, fingers crossed he puts in a good event and he scores decent points to help him get back on track. But I don't know, could he be a bit rattled, a bit unnerved with how well Cali's doing at this stage? You know, again, you have a lot of the the, the WRC media starting to talk Cali up already with nine rounds to go mm-hmm. as, as the champion this year. Yeah. And little, like, yes, He's good. He's been fantastic, but it's probably a bit early for that yet. Yeah, it's about early doors. You're only, you know, we're on, only on round five now. You know, it's about early doors to be chatting. You know, chatting about you know a champion of the lake at this stage. Yeah, it is. Uh, obviously, maybe is that because we're missing an OJ and a Loeb full time, and mm-hmm. you know, the the media doesn't know where to go yet, or they're so used to talking one of the two of them up at this mm-hmm. point in, in 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 the season. Absolutely, absolutely. And you know, we can't forget our own men. Uh, Josh McLean and uh, James Fulton there competing this weekend as well too. So, you know, we're wishing them all the best. Like, like Portugal, like you know, uh, maybe the rally didn't go the way they wanted, it, but they set fastest time. Yeah, it was a first or a, a, a street stage, but it was still the fastest time. You know, we do. Absolutely. Listen, when when we're looking back in five years or ten years time. We're not going to look at the weather conditions. We're not going to look at the street stage. We're just going to recognize it that they had the fastest time on that stage and on the Porto stage. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, hopefully, you know, that gives them the lift that they need. I think if they hadn't had that and they came away from Portugal after having the puncture and the, the steering failure and the other issues, it would have been a downer. But this is probably hopefully giving them that lift going into Sardinia and raised the confidence again for the for the pair. Absolutely, absolutely. And then, you know, this weekend, then we also have closer to home, we have the throne stages. Like, you know, that's Northern Ireland Championship. It's, you know, brilliant to see. Yeah. And of course, yeah, there's a lot of guys doing the event, testing for Donegal and one thing or another. But like another hundred entries again this weekend, I think. Uh, you know, we have all the, the main protagonists there. Uh, you know, we have Desi Henry, uh, Johnny Greer, Catherine McCourt, Gary Jennings. You know, they're all there. It's, it's great to see it. 
It is. It's been a great resurgence in the Northern Ireland Championship. I mean, if you go back pre-COVID, that championship was in the doldrums. It was struggling to get, you know, really attract, you know, strong caliber because a lot of the guys were looking at the national championship or the, the tarmac championship and were, were putting their, their their focus there. And even for a while, the BRC was attracting a lot of the, the mm-hmm. Irish entries uh, and the Northern Ireland championship was suffering. But this year has been fantastic. The competition, the winners, you know, it, it, it's there's been a good mix. It hasn't been a runaway success for any one person. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been a real good mix and some really good rallies thrown into it as well. Yeah, um, you know, those, those thrown stages look fantastic. Yeah, like you know, I think having so many events on the roads this year has definitely played dividends. You know, it's been a lot of the time, you know, it's been the Kirkstons, the uh, Bishop's Court, and like those track type events, you know, they just don't suit everybody. Yeah, they, they don't, they, you know. Uh, yeah, you know, if you had a background in karting or somewhere like that, then yeah, they're they're a natural home. But if if you know if you've come into rallying purely from getting into a rally car and and, and driving on on roads, no, those circuit stages don't suit you. Mm-hmm. And one man, I'm very interested to see how he gets on is Cahan McCourt. Yeah. I've been probably blown away by how strong Cahan has been this year. Yeah, the fact that you know he has jumped into like a Fiesta rally too. He jumped into a Skoda. It's jumped into the, the Citroen there for the, the main city stages and being competitive in each carry has jumped into like that takes a bit to do. It certainly does, but um I wonder has he found the, the right one in the Citroen? Because they mm-hmm. certainly seem to, you know, they really gelled. Yeah, he, he just seemed to take to that the Citroen above all the other cars that he's been in. Absolutely. I love Liam's comment in the last podcast. You know, they've kissed a lot of gears, but they think they've found their gear now. You know, I think that's just a classic statement, you know. So yeah. um so, like, it's going to be hard to protect the winner there again. You know, Desi Henry's on a, a rich vein of, of vein of form. Catherine McCourt, as you say. Gary Jennings there, you know, obviously in the build-up for Donegal goal too. It's, again, it's, you know, pick a number between one and ten almost. Kind of, it really is. You know, you have Philip Allen, you have, you know, Declan Boyle, Patter Hurston. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a real strong mix in that top ten. Um yeah, it's, it would be a struggle to come out on top. You know, mm-hmm. would you say Desi's a favourite? Greer, you know, mm-hmm. can even now at this stage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just a hard one. You know, it is, it's, it's you know, drop a pen or... or... Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then, you know, like Monster again, a lot of the the, the same guys are doing the, the two events. You know, you have Catherine going down, Declan going, um, uh, like come Darren Gas is doing the two events. You know, that, that, that's huge commitment for for teams to, to, to do two events in two days. It is. That's a, you know, it's a big ask. All right. There's a lot of effort, a lot of work, um, a lot of money going into mm-hmm. that. You know, yeah, fantastic preparation for Donegal. But at this stage, you know, with um, what how many days have we left to run? 17 or <laughs> two days to Donegal. You can't afford to be putting the car in the ditch either. No, uh, uh, caution. Um, but you want to, you still want to show speed as well too at the same time. Yeah. So it's, it's a fine line. Absolutely, no point in taking part if you're not going to be competitive. Mm-hmm. And again, a fantastic entry of monster there. You know, with Josh and Sam, you know, who are just going to be concerned with beating each other. Never mind <laughs> everybody else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cahill McCourt, Declan Boyle, Robert Barable. Be mm-hmm. lovely to see how he gets on. Um, and then with Gary Jennings as well in there. Yeah, uh-huh. and again, you know, we talked about drone stages. Pick a number between one and ten. You could do the same in monster as well. You know, um, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and monster always is a, a stern test. You know, you know, hard. You know, stages with a lot of driving in them as well too. They're they're not soft stages normally down that part of the world. 
no, they're not. They're, there's a bit of an edge to them. And, mm. you know, again, a little bit of a speciality. Um, so, again, it's going to suit the local crews. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, and we caught up with them uh, speaking to, like, the guy that's returning to the stages after a bit of a break is uh, Gareth McHale. And we'll get hear his thoughts. So, Gareth, um, you, you were very successful in Raleigh and sort of, you can sort of think mid, uh, mid-90s, late-90s. Um, your time in the, the Irish Forestry and then the Irish Tournament Championship. Um, do you want to just give us a wee recap then of your early years? Yeah, well, I suppose it, um, it all really started back in 2000. Um, we went and we bought a James Foley Honda Civic. Um, and we, the first rally we did was the Clare Stages there in 2000. And then, um, unfortunately, then foot and mouth hit then in 2001. So we did just a, a couple of the, you know, the events like that was in down in Limerick there in the race course in Limerick and um, a couple of rally sprints. So then we we looked about the Peugeot uh, Super Cup over in the UK. So that came together there in 2002 and uh, we did three years of that, which was very good. And that um, brought us on then with uh, Jerry McGarity there from Irvinstown. He looked after the car and he also did uh, driver tuition with me. So um, really enjoyed that. The Peugeot was very, very good. You know, it was a one-way championship. Um, there was an awful lot learned in it. You used stages that were um, classics over in the UK, there in Wales, and right up to Kielder in Scotland. And um, it was a great learning curve. And we had a bit of success with that. We uh, won a couple of rallies. Um, it was very, very tough, but we uh, really, really enjoyed it. And then after that, then the opportunity came to do Punchestown, the Rally Masters that time that um, Dad organised there with Rona Morgan in Punchestown. And the opportunity came there to drive the Corolla WRC there. It was backed by Sony, was looking for his run, um, was backing the event. And they were looking for a car to be uh, sponsored by it. And the opportunity came to uh, take out the Corolla. So uh, we did a good run of that. And that opened up to go into the Irish Forestry Championship. And we had a um, very, very good championship that year. We had very close battles there with Glenn Allen um, the whole way through it, really. And we, I think we got on the Forestry Championship, I think we had um, five wins and two seconds, I think it was. And um, yeah, that led on. It was great to, to win the Irish Forestry Championship. Uh, along with Paul, Paul Nagel was sitting with me then. And um, yeah, after that, then the, uh, we acquired a focus from M Sport, and we went and did a couple of rounds of the WRC. That and, must have been uh, some experience back in the day too. Like you know, you look at your EWRC results, like Monte Carlo, Mexico. Like it must have been an amazing adventure. Oh, it definitely was. Yeah, it was. Um, it was brilliant, really. You know, to to go over there and even just to see the the organisation and, and to, to, to drive on stages that are world famous, you know, like the Coach Trini in Monte Carlo, um, and also then to go and sample the professionalism, really, of the, of the WRC teams. And um, it really does open your eyes. I think there, unfortunately, really, when we were there, there was no real sort of stepping stones at that stage. Um, the junior WRC was sort of coming to an end, and it was before the... We started putting in sort of all the, 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 the new sort of, the, you know, like the Pirelli stars and all that was coming up then mm-hmm. after that. Mm-hmm. So um, it was a little bit there, you're sort of in at the deep end. And obviously with the World Rally cards, it's very, very expensive. 
And we were quite fortunate to be very good sponsorship there at that time from Sanyo and from Maxall. And uh, it allowed us to do, you know, like six rounds of the World Championship. And we had a great result in Mexico to finish sixth overall. And even to go over there and sort of sample the different culture and everything like that, it was it was a great experience. And um, it really was, it's a fond memory. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then you started then rallying a wee bit closer to home then, uh, you know, we're thinking the 07, 08, 09. And like the, the McHale family has always been a great supporter of Irish rally, and none more so for never rally Ireland was in its in, you know and it's an inception really right from the get-go. Yeah, so Rally Ireland sort of came about there obviously with Ronan Morgan again and um Willie John Dolan. And really all the motor clubs came together and Motorsport Ireland. You know, it's uh, sort of a lot of sort of people mightn't realise how difficult it is to get around to the World Rally Championship. There's an, there was an awful lot of competition there, and uh, even as a commercial end of it there for the manufacturers, obviously it goes back to that as well. Mm-hmm. So it was great for Ireland to get it and to get it twice, um, and to run it out of Sligo and do the cross border initiative. I think was it was a big plus there as well. You know, to be starting off in Stormont, and um, also to be travelling stages in the north and in the south. It really brought the whole rallying community together and I think it showcased Ireland in a, in a great light. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, you, you know, we still they think of them iconic images of, you know, uh, Mullach Moorhead, Donegal Bay, even Stormont itself. You know, they, them's going to live long in the memory how fortunate we were. Oh, 100%. Like, you, even if you just see there, the support even that turned out because the weather wasn't too kind the time of year that it was. I go, you know, it rained really a week and um, the crowds is unbelievable. I think there's a, a picture there that I have as well as coming back into the finish there in Sligo and the, the car is just surrounded by supporters and, and fans and everything. And it really is, um, it's a credit to everybody involved. And they're great memories to have as well, Kevin, you know, um, especially have Aaron competing and Dad as well, to have the three of us out mm-hmm. in, the, in the first year, which was brilliant. And um, especially with all the effort that Dad put in as well. Um, it was great to have it and, and uh, yeah, it's definitely it's a great memory to have. For sure, that's for sure. And like also at this time, you're you know you're competing at home doing the Tarmite Championship as well. What you know, it has to be said, you know, a fair amount of success too. Yeah, we came back there. We had a bit of a, a bad accident in Sardinia. We went off the um, side of a cliff, and that sort of put an end to the World Championship at that time. The um, we sort of had a look at it and sort of with the cost that was involved and, and sort of what you could really get out of it then, really at the end, it was, it was very, very difficult. So we came back and we did a few round, rounds here in Ireland to try and get our, our head back in the game, really, and get um, back up to speed. And then we went to do the Tarmac Championship in 2008. And uh, Eugene, no, 2008 was Eamon Boland. Eamon Boland won the championship in 2008. And then we did a good battle all year then in 2009. Eugene Donnelly and um, we got our first win then in Donegal and Cork actually I think we won the Dorsey Rallys in 2009 and uh, yeah really had a great tight battle with, with Eugene then and then 2010 it, uh, it all came together first myself and Brian and uh, we were able to wrap up the championship yeah. and um, I think so you need a couple of years because the Irish Tournament Championship is uh, as you know yourself it, it's very very it's at the pinnacle of the sport really you know the, the roads, the speed, predators, and everything like that. So it takes a couple of years sort of to get anywhere near there. I guess you're competing it's, against the, the likes of them guys who have maybe been doing like Donegal or Cork or whatever, you know, maybe five, six, seven times, and you're only really there once or twice. That, that wee bit of knowledge, 
as key to a lot of them events, isn't it? Oh, definitely it is. You know, I spend an awful lot more time watching on the ditches than I was on the stages. But um, yeah, it's what the valid is key there. But um, it really is, a, it's a great championship to do. And all the all stages you say, like Cork, Killarney, Donegal, Galway, even they're, they're, they're classic stages. And you know, that's that's what you're rally here for, is for the stages. And um, the buzz that's with that, you know. And uh, like you can see it even say over the last couple of years, even Craig coming back here, Craig Green, you know, to mm-hmm. do the Tarmac Championship. You know, he he had he had the um the brains to sort of to know to come back to sort of to get his rallying together and has really sort of put a springboard for him to get back into the world championship where as you see he's doing very, very well there and he's the lead driver for Ford. And but if you look even at that year, you had Alistair Fisher and uh, Josh and Sam Moffat, like they were running fair tight. There was no rally where he ran away with it. No, like, you, know, you know, there was no rally he dominated really. You know, he, he was fast in all a lot of the stages and one thing I know, but he never had a, like a minute or a two minute lead at any stage. Like the, the local guys kept him honest the whole year and that probably has led him to find his mojo again as such. Yeah, and then so that he'd be the, the first to admit it as well that, that, that he kept the sharp, the life sharp by, by the competition here, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh Place together, and that's why sort of I think that we have a, a championship that's very, very proud, and even like the national championship as well. You can see it there, you know, the mission that's there the whole way through, like right mm-hmm. down to Ireland. I think you know, there's a bit of a cult culture here, and um, we uh, it's something that we should all be very, very proud of. Absolutely, you know, there's very places, very few places across Europe, there's such strength and depth. You know, you maybe have some certain championship there maybe it's a stronger, maybe top 20 or something. But the strength of Irish rallying is from number one to number 161, really, isn't it? Yeah, it definitely is. And then even the whole way down to whole battles, you know, that are all down to the different classes, you can see. Mm-hmm. Like even the, the, the national, like the modified lads, they're on some places. Well, you know, mm-hmm. it's frightening what, what, what they're doing there. But it's a credit to them. And, and it's the competition that drives, drives each driver on to... You know to perform as best you can and to give it give it a hundred percent effort. You know it is sort of like a semi-professional sport now. You know mm-hmm. with what the lads are doing. And, and like even you see it there, it's down to seconds. It's not thirty seconds, or you know like if it's ten seconds in some stages. <laughs> ten seconds at a stage, you're sort of looking. Oh, that's it. You're <laughs> you're out. You know. So uh, right. It is. It really it's is. A, uh, so you took a wee bit of a sabbatical then for a few years, but the the actually need scratched again. So you're you're making a comeback. Oh, well, that's it. Yeah, you know, sort of priorities changed. Uh, life sort of moved on, and sort of family and everything. But the obviously the the bug is always there. You know, once it's in your blood, I think, and you've done it before. It's like a drug. You just sort of you always crave it. But so uh, yeah, the opportunity came along. Um, we were looking at it there, um, and then when, when the opportunity, when we heard that there was sort of rumours that they might allow the right hand drives in, you know, to um, to for overall or to compete in the in the main field with the international rallies, um, we decided to sort of to have a look and see about making a comeback. And uh, yeah, the opportunity came to um, acquire two polos, Aaron or myself, and uh, went over. We had a look at the cars. You know, we did a bit of research on them. They seemed to be. The car to have, and I know obviously um, the development has stopped with them. And Volkswagen has obviously pulled out, but they put an awful lot of development and work into the cars. And um, I don't think there'll be much sort of difference in the engine power or something like that between any of the R5s, but they seem to handle very well. They seem to have the setup and the suspension and chassis 
very well sorted on it. So I uh, haven't got a spin in them yet now, but uh, can't wait to get going and, and give it a crack and sort of go out and enjoy rallying and, and go back and, and, and do it. And obviously um, want to compete again and, and sort of out for a bit of fun and see, see what we can do. But uh, obviously the lads at the front are at a, at a great pace, so um, they'll be doing their own thing. But uh, yeah, just to go back out and, and, and uh, get back into it, as I said. Mm-hmm. And like you know, you have Cookstown and uh, Munster coming up this weekend. Is is this more or less uh, a test? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, no, definitely. You know, um, Ron and Ron Lockane has compared to two cars, and fairness to him, he's uh, done a great job. He's just I think he might have just finished there this evening, um, but uh, you know, he's put some work night and day on them for the last six eight weeks. And uh, you know, there's not a lot of work in it. So definitely um Tyrone and uh Circle Monster will be treated just as tests. You know, I, I feel that you could go and sort of maybe close off a bit of road and test away, but after a certain amount of time you won't be learning too much. But sort of been out of the car and been out of the motorsport for since 2018. And I only did two rallies in 2018. I did um Clare Stages and we did the harvest, and the harvest was a washout there in October that year, but uh Try and get back into the notes, Kevin, you know, and, and into the whole working and get your head back up to speed and stuff like that. And with the way that the car is, is even, you know, the R5 cars, they seem to be able to just so well balanced that they can just corner so much faster, say, even from the WRC cars, from the Focus, where we would have been in before. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I think it's just an awful lot has to be... Um, get back up to that sort of running and get 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 the head back in gear for that and your notes will have to sort of reflect that and everything and you know braking the whole lot and tires has even changed like you know what, what there is now you yeah. know compounds have changed like that so yeah, yeah it's going to be a big learning curve but i can't wait to get going at it and um, just get back in and put on the helmet and away you go yeah i guess like you know uh, you know talking to the other drivers and the, i think it's the corner and speeds and the braking in these car, uh, cars it's just phenomenal and this is even coming from guys, you know, that drove the latest generation, you know, the, the 16 spec Fiesta and things. Like, how much that whole progress has come on in the last four years? It's just, it's mind-blowing, really, isn't it? Yeah, like, but we were down there in Galway. We just uh, brought one of my sons down or and down there to Galway just to have a look. And uh, even in, in the wet and Galway conditions are very, very slippy. The mm-hmm. speed that they are is phenomenal. Yeah. And... Uh, even you know the braking, like they're braking from flat out after the hundred meter board, like down into junctions, and the cars are just able to stop. So, credit to them there. You know, like if you can trust yourself and trust the car to do it. I think you know that's why the like the likes of um, Callum and Alistair and Josh are that, and they're, they're getting the best out of the cars, and it's and it's a great show there that they're doing, and uh, it's a credit to them. Yeah, and where where would you like to see yourself, say, come Donegal on the Sunday in Donegal? Where would you like to see yourself pace wise? Going over the ramp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get to the finish is the, is the priority. That, that is the priority, definitely. Get to the finish, you know, like they're a different generation, these lads. And um, look, our rally were out in joy. Obviously, you will have that bit of uh, competition in you that, that'll always be in you and the fight that that's, that's going to be there for sure. But no, look. The um, it's to get out, sorry, to do a bit of a learning with it, to use these couple of rallies. The plan is to do um, Tyrone, Munster, Donegal, Donegal, and Cork, and uh, and just see if everything goes well. Then and then we can maybe look about that next year at that, you know, doing the championship. But um, no, with Donegal, it's been 50 years, definitely. Uh, you don't want to be sitting home when it's no. 50 years of Donegal. Uh-huh. 
Da hast du mit, mit, mit Hugh Neumann endlich gelesen. You know, and um, especially with what Tony Gaw Motor Club are doing up there to celebrate the 50, 50 years, I think it's going to be an absolutely fantastic weekend. Yeah. And uh, yeah, just uh, can't wait to get going on and then back up on those stages again. And hopefully the weather's good, the, the competition will be good as well. Excellent, excellent. Well, Gareth, thank you very much for taking the time to join us. No, thanks very much, Kevin. And I just want to say um, thanks, thank you there for uh, the podcast and everything during the lockdown. It was great. It was very, very enjoyable, and you kept you kept the show going there during the lockdown. It's fantastic to see Gareth and Aaron McHale back. You know the, the McHale name; it's synonymous with Irish rallying. Um, so great after the break those two guys have had to see them back competing. Be very interested to see how they get on with the polos and how long it takes them to get up to speed. And Kevin, you also ahead of the throne stages, you caught up with David Bogey. Yeah, th- thanks for having us. Notable or notable. So, David, um, throne stages coming up this weekend. Um, last weekend, you're in the mini WRC. Is it difficult to make the transition from a like a WRC car back to the Mark II? Yeah, I suppose it is. It's uh, it's tricky to to get the most out of, of both cars. It's it's quite difficult um, jumping back and forward. Uh, of course, the minis, you know, right hand drive, four wheel drive, and, and predominantly I've, I've used the car on, on gravel. And of course, the Escort being left-hand drive, rear-wheel drive, and, and used on tarmac. So, yeah, it's it's a bit tricky jumping back and forward, but uh, it certainly adds to the challenge. Absolutely. And have you had a chance to look at the DVD ahead of this weekend yet? What do you make of the stages coming up this weekend? We haven't yet. Um, obviously, we have the, the recce on, on Friday. So, yeah, we've, uh, we've planned to, to test um, on Thursday evening um, to get back up to speed with the car again. And uh, of course, we'll be, we'll be looking to get a, a good recce to give us the, the best chance possible on Saturday. Yeah, and like you know, the, the three stages done three times is probably an, an ideal format for you then, because you know you're getting like, almost an extended test. Yeah, exactly. It's, uh, it allows us to try things with the car and, and see if we can improve our stage time. So, yeah, very much looking forward to it. Um, you know, it's it's going to be a hot pace, that's for sure. Um, you know, a great entry there. We've got uh, Ryan Lochran running behind us, and uh, he's going to be a fantastic benchmark. So, yeah, well, we'll see how it goes. Really looking forward to it. Absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, you've always had this special relationship for, with Ireland, you know, and it's been going on for years. What, what sparked that? I, I suppose I've always loved Irish rallying, you know, going, going back to the days when, you know, my dad rallied in Ireland with a, a Metro 6R4. So, yeah, I just love Ireland, but probably what, what really sparked my interest in, in Irish Rally in, in Donegal was, was 2007. Uh, Donegal, when, when Sebastian Lowe was across, you know, I was, I was there as a spectator. And uh, that's when, you know, the, the Donegal bug really bit. And uh, yeah, you know, I, I love the place. You know, I've been looking forward to it since, you know, since we hit that wall in, in Nokala in 2019. And uh, yeah, can't wait for the challenge. And you know you've 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 won it in the Metro and you've won it in the Mark II that you know the national category. I like I would say you'd like to repeat that again. Yeah, definitely. You know, if, if there was another goal in, uh, in my rally, then that's it. You know, I'm desperate to win the national. That's that's the one. Uh-huh. Um, so, you know, I think now given that given the competition, it's it's definitely going to be hard. But uh-huh. uh, you know, it's a long hard rally, and it would be it would be great to to spray the champagne outside uh, the mountain again. And then, you know, there, there's talk that you're building a new car. Is that going to be ready in time for June or where's the, uh, where, where's that in the build process? 
Um, yeah, we, we're building a new car, which uh, unfortunately won't be ready in time for, for Donegal. Um, you know, we, we tried our best to get the car ready in time, but, you know, we've got to make sure that the car is right before we take it out on the stages. So, yeah, we're just running a wee bit short in time. So, yeah, we're hoping to have that out later on in the year. Yeah. And, you know, the car that you have has, you know, already been proved phenomenally fast. And, like, you know, in Donegal in 2019, you know, you had a bit of a tricky Friday, but come Saturday, the times were, you were starting to knock in the times, and the car has obviously been continually developed from then. So, you know, the car you're taking is going to be no soft touch either. <laughs> yeah, definitely. You know, as you say, we had a bit of a tricky Friday in Donegal and changed the suspension for Saturday, and you know, the car was performing really, really well. So, yeah, it's, it's an absolute fantastic piece of kit. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we've seen areas in the car where we could improve weight distribution and, uh, and traction. And uh, yeah, it's one of those, you know, development never stops. And, uh, you know, given the pace that these guys are on in, in the modified section, I certainly need all the, all the help I can get. So, <laughs> yeah, we're, we're hoping we're hoping that uh, the new car is going to be a step ahead again. But we will to wait and see. Yeah, and like, you know, we, we think back to 2019, we remember Ken Block, the, the video of Ken Block sitting in the car. He took a real shine to the car as well, didn't he, that weekend? Yeah, he did. He loved the car, you know. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I suppose Ken Block's no different to the rest of us in, in the respect that, you know, he's a petrol head. He's, uh, he's mad for rally and he's mad for Mark II escorts. And, uh, yeah, he took a real shine to the car, which was, was great to see, so... Yeah, it's uh, it's a fantastic car, and it's also a credit to the guys that uh, bear it. Yeah, and like, do you still get a, a great buzz every time you sit behind the wheel of that car? Absolutely, a hundred percent. There's just nothing like it, you know. I just I love modified rallying. I love rallying in Ireland, and uh, you know the buzz you get from from driving a car like that. You know the noise, the revs, you know the side race. It's uh, it's fantastic, and. Uh, you know, I think modified rallying, in my opinion, you know, today is, is stronger than it's ever been, you know, in regards to, you know, the quality of the machinery and, and the standard of, of the cruise. It really is something. Mm-hmm. You know, the, you know, looking forward to Donegal, you know, you're going to have the likes of, you know, Rob Duggan, Kevin Ease, Ryan Lochan, we mentioned earlier there. And, you know, the, probably 10, 15 other guys who all think they're going there to hopefully win. Like, isn't that phenomenal to be part of that there? It definitely is, and uh, you know how, how do you how do you pick a winner out of that lineup? Yeah. You know, I think if we'd start listing the crews now that are capable of winning the national, you know, we'd be here for ages. So it's uh, yeah, hey, it's 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 a long hard rally. It's uh, you know obviously three days of tough demanding stages, and uh, you know I think it's it's a rally where you've got to drive your head as well. You know, the rally can't be won on on, on the Friday; it's won on the Sunday, and. Uh, mm-hmm. We have to be there at the end. So, yeah, hopefully, hopefully we'll be fit for it. Hopefully the car will be fit for it. And, uh, yeah, as I say, we're just desperate to get involved. David, thank you very much for taking the time to join us. No problem at all. Thank you. Yeah. Once again, you know, we have another passing weekend of rallying ahead of us here in this island again. Uh, you know, the throne stages, uh, the monster stages, and Sardinia as well. We can't forget the fight. So, once again, thanks for listening. Uh, can you please like, share? comment um tell us your thoughts we're quite happy we're, <laughs> we, li- we like to listen to your thoughts as well as our own so uh until the next time take care speak soon and bye